EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been with my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people who are a product of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, your host, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town. Welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This time on KB Cabaret, we are happy to play for you music from our own producer, Bree Harvey. Plus, a sketch with special guest actor, Dave Merrill. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. Dear Granny Ada, I've been married to a wonderful woman for 50 years, and we never had a problem until recently. She seems to have discovered the world of social media. Martha is on the darn contraption for hours upon hours. She shares pictures of our grandchildren, oohs and ahs at little dogs and cats doing parlor tricks, and plays some sort of candy game. Now she is even looking up old boyfriends from junior high. Granny Ada, my wife is 76 years old. She had a social life, went to church meetings, and a quilting club. We went out on occasion to dance or watch a movie. Now she sits in front of the computer box and has a conniption if I try and distract her from it. What can I do short from leaving her, although she probably wouldn't notice I was even gone? I am at the point where I'm pulling out me hair, Granny Etta, if I had any. Help. Signed, Virtual Marriage. Dear Virtual, how delightful. Having a wife who's on the computer all day and night. She's a regular teenager, playing Candy Crush and looking up old boyfriends. Plain and simple, your wife has an addiction. Intervention is needed here. Gather your family members together in your living room, live and online. Tell her she's ruining what is left of her life and marriage. Put an actual baby in her arms. Show her the difference between a real baby and a picture post. Put her in contact with a 12-step recovery program for computer addiction called... 
Recovery Anonymous slash computers. Yes, there is a 12-step program for virtually, <laughs> no pun intended, anything nowadays. If she refuses to acknowledge her problem, join the group yourself. It would help you make a qualified decision of what to do. You can always pack your bags later. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada. Gentlemen, Beulah Deschamps calling on FaceTime from the city of Porto, Portugal. Really? How far is Porto from the capital, Lisbon, Portugal? Just a few hours. And Bree, I am so glad my friend Francisco recommended it. It is such a beautiful city. Really? Well, do tell. Well, for one thing, Igreja do Carmo. An 18th-century church is ablaze with blue and white tiles, and the striking facade is one of the most instantly recognized in the city. The splendid gilt carvings that decorate the interior are just gorgeous to see. In fact, the elegant, golden-brushed woodwork is among the finest examples of Portuguese rococo. <laughs> Sounds lovely. Oh, it is, Brie, it is. I love the museums, the historical buildings, but the most breathtaking of all is the Casa da Musica, or, translated, the Music House. Really? Oh, yes. I, I could live here, Bree. This place is full of beauty for all the senses that fill the souls. Dutch architect Rem Koolhaas kicked convention when he was commissioned to create a building that could propel the city headlong into the 21st century. This he achieved to great acclaim, and the best way to appreciate his triumph is to attend one of the many gigs staged within its bleached, odd-sided skin. All musical tastes are catered for, anything from classical to fado, jazz, and hip-hop. World-class acts perform here, including the late Lou Reed, who played the opening night back in 2005. How fascinating. I had no idea. Well, dear, neither did I. But my whole outlook on the world has changed. I realize now that music is my calling. Really? Uh, well, what about the food, the cooking? Oh, of course, Bria. I could never give up my culinary skills. So then what do you mean that... Francisca has a friend who is teaching me to sing fado. Fado? You mentioned that earlier. What is fado? The word is loosely translated from Latin meaning fate. The genre developed around the early part of the 1800s, and in the 1940s, the singer-actress Amalia Rodriguez, considered to be the queen of fado, epitomized the music to what it is today. The people here say you are born with fado. It represents uh, everything we feel. It is a window to the soul. Huh. This style of music was born along the Portugal waterfront. These dramatic songs of Fado speak of life, struggle, and passion. 
The genre originated in the early 1800s and quickly took its place as the music of the country. In 2011, UNESCO recognized Fado on its intangible cultural heritage list. So you are taking Fado lessons? Oh, yes, Bree. I've never felt so free. Can you sing something for us now? Oh, I don't know. I just started taking the lessons. Please, I bet our audience would love to hear you sing. Am I right, KBK audience? See, what did I tell you? Well, okay. Now we have to sing of something that matters. What a wine is so beautiful, the sweet autonomy port of the world. It goes with stilton cheese and roasted hazelnuts, and it brings my taste buds to good, Beulah. All kidding aside, I I love the genre, and this was a perfect segue to my Stilton cheese and puff pastry recipe with roasted hazelnuts. That was very clever. And it goes so well with the multitude of ports here in Porto. Port? Porto? Don't tell me port originates from Porto, Portugal. Oh, yes, I thought you knew that, dear. No, I had no idea. Port is wine made in Portugal's Douro River Valley. What process makes port different from regular wine? Well, halfway through fermentation, the winemaker adds a neutral grape spirit, essentially an unaged brandy, which kills the yeast and halts the fermentation. This yields a sweet red wine that's about 20% alcohol. Oh, I see. And with the Stilton cheese puffs and roasted hazelnut recipe I am sending you to put on my recipe page, the varied, wonderful taste of port is heightened and even more divine. (laughs) I'm having some now as we speak. You are living the life, Beulah. Oh, I know, I know. Well, Bree, time to go. I'm getting ready for my voice lessons. Me, 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 ma, ma, ma. Beulah once again has left us on a high note, this time for real. I will post her wonderful Stilton cheese puffs and roasted hazelnuts recipe on Beulah's recipe bar. You can get this and all of her other amazing recipes exclusively on the KB Cabaret app. Just go to kbcabaret.com, that's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T, and download yours today. What's your emergency? I forgot to set my clock back an hour last weekend. Sir, that's not an emergency. I know. 
in and of itself it's not an emergency, but the information I have to pass along because of it could be. I'm uh, not following you, sir. Do you have an emergency or not? No. Yes. I, I mean, it will be in an hour. Look, sir... Ma'am, I am in a very unique position. How's that, sir? I already told you, by not setting my clock back an hour like everyone else. Really? Yes, really. You know, at first I thought it was just my imagination, but then as the week went on, things became increasingly clear to me. Uh, what exactly became clear, sir? That I'm living an hour into the future. And pray tell, how does that work? Simple. Since I'm now living in the future, I can see what's going to happen before it even happens, an hour in advance. A whole hour, huh? Right. Just by not setting your clock back? Uh-huh. Hmm. Can you see farther than an hour, sir? Well, I have a theory that I might be able to push it out to 11 hours and 59 minutes, but I'm not sure what that would do to the space-time continuum. And since the natural order of things is that relative time span of the preset hour of daylight savings time, I'd really rather not screw around with it. Might turn out bad. You never know, right? So why take the chance? Of course. Why take the chance? I know, right? Sir, uh, you mentioned earlier something about having information to pass along. Oh, yeah, thanks. I almost forgot. Uh, well, I was listening to the radio, well, an hour into the future for you, you know, and they were talking about an accident on 201. Apparently, a dump truck came off the exit ramp a little too fast and turned over, spilling gravel all over the highway, and they said traffic will be backed up for at least several hours. Now, since this is going to happen in less than an hour from now, I figure we can get a patrol car there before it happens. This way, we can prevent it from happening, or, at the very least, send a few of the highway crew to get a jump on a cleanup. You know, just in case things like this really can't be prevented. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm new at this, so I'm not really totally sure how this time jump ability thing is supposed to work. I know about the accident, sir. Several units and the highway crew are already on the scene. Wait, how do you know about this? I just heard about it, and it won't happen for, like, almost an hour. Well, sir... In the time since we've been talking, I set my clock ahead an hour, so I, uh, too, am now able to see into the future. That's incredible! I thought I was the only one! Oh my god, do you understand what this could mean to the world? I do. And I'm predicting a unit will be at your location any minute now. Awesome! With our abilities, we could team up and stop crime before it even happens! We can be like... Superheroes! I also have another prediction, sir. Great! You gotta tell me so we can get started on it right away. We don't want to waste a single minute. I'm predicting that this call is over. Goodbye. I never knew you I only So let me say this once and get this out of my system. I'm not a good singer. There, I said it. I won't say it again. I'm an okay singer, someone who perhaps can sing around the house. So I will put it out there. Singers, I need you. If you want to cover my songs, I'm all for it. 
hey, you never know, we may have a hit song together. Now, honestly, I'm more proud of the songs that I write than my voice. I started writing music when I began this show back in April of 2015. It started with the theme song, continued with the jingles, and then followed into my first song, Flicker of Lights. <laughs> Boom, just like that. I am now constantly hearing melodies and feeling lyrics. Just goes to show you, open up your subconscious. So the song we are playing for you next is simply titled, Why? The melody of the song came to me first. The words naturally flowed. All my songs are my babies, but this one has a special place in my heart. It is of love, hurt, and hope. Why? never knew you I only felt you You were a figment of my dreams Then you appeared here from my creations You
Marty, look at us. We're at our high school reunion. Yeah, Carrie. Seems like we were in high school a lot longer than 10 years ago. Uh, I think it might be 15. I can't wait to see all those girls we went out with back then. Yeah, all two of them. One apiece. That sure was a great night when we went out on that double date. Until we ran out of gas and got that flat tire. We didn't know what to do. And those football players came along to help us, and our dates got in their car, and they all took off together. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, isn't it great reliving these old memories? Yeah, that's what reunions are all about. Monty, look, it's them, June and Julie. Wow, you think they'll remember us? Nobody ever forgets Monty and Carrie. Hey, girls, June and Julie, remember us? Oh my gosh, it's Monty and Carrie. How could anyone forget you two? You guys still hanging out together? Nice matching flowered shirts, guys. Have you been saving them in the closet since high school? Hey, you remember our matching flowered shirts after 20 years? I think it might be 25. Hey, girls, are you two, um, you know, still single? Yes, we're still single. Or shall I say single again? What about you guys? Anyone capture your hearts yet? Not since our double date in high school. Double date? Are you sure? Julie, do you remember going out on a double date with these guys? No, I'm pretty sure I would have remembered that. Don't you remember running out of gas and our flat tire? Yeah, and those two football players who came along to help and you took off with them? Oh, oh that was you guys we ditched? We're really sorry, guys. We were just cold. And sick. And tired. Well, we should let bygones be bygones after 30 years. Uh, I think it might be 35. Well, bye, guys. Nice talking to you again. Yeah, maybe we'll see you in another 40 years. Uh, I think it might be 45. Isn't that great, Carrie? They want to see us again. Yeah, Monty. These matching flowered shirts sure do turn the ladies on, don't they? Uh-oh, Carrie. Look over there. Isn't that Miss McCafferty? Yikes! That's her! She doesn't look a bit different, either. We better get out of here, Monty. If she sees us, she'll whack us with a yardstick she always carries around. Monty and Carrie! I'd recognize those matching flowered shirts anywhere. Get over here, you two worthless weasels! We're sorry, Miss McCafferty. We didn't mean to upset you again after 50 years. I think it might be 55. You two never were any good at math, or anything else for that matter. We're sorry, Miss McCafferty. You're not going to whack us with that yardstick again, are you? You're still a couple of groveling brown noses, aren't you? What are you doing with yourselves these days? Oh, we hang around together, drink beer, and look at women all day. I could have predicted that. Yeah, we sure lived up to our potential, didn't we? You boys make me wonder why I spent 60 years of my life teaching. Uh, I think that might be 65. That's enough. You'd better get out of here before I get that yardstick out and beat you like rented mules. Okay, we're leaving. Goodbye, Miss McCafferty. Hope you maintain your good looks and personality. What a couple of boot-licking butt-kissers. Hey, Marty, we sure are having a great time here at the reunion, aren't we? Yeah, Carrie. It's nice to know we can still go out and enjoy ourselves after 70 years, huh? Uh, I think it might be 75. The next song you're going to be hearing is called Online Fever. Now, Online Fever is definitely not my typical song. 
I'm actually hard rocking it here. The words to the song made the melody. It's about internet dating, addiction, and being catfished, all serious subjects. The people I am dedicating this to know who they are. And now, two men we found on the streets claiming they could do one-liners. Monty and Carrie. Hey, Monty. If I ever need a heart transplant, I want my ex-wife's. Why? Because she never used it. Hey, Carrie. When you're doing that bird-watching thing, what do you think about? I always wonder if I could fly... Who would I poop on? Hey, Carrie. What did the buffalo say to his son when he left for school? Bye, son. Hi, honey. Hi. Long day? Every day is a long day at W-I-N-F-O. Well, no one can accuse you of not putting in 110%. 
You're the best pitch promoter in the business. Oh, thanks, hon. I see you brought home groceries. That's right, honey. I brought home USDA prime dry-aged boneless strip steak. Hormone-free, grass-fed, and hand-cut and trimmed. This steak is definitely for the family with discerning taste. You can grill this up on our old reliable Weber Summit 6 burner, the reigning king of backyard gas grills. It's hard to beat propane for convenience. Great. I'll do that. Mom. Oh, that would be our son in need. Mom, did you do the laundry? I need my hockey shirt. Really? Marcus Aurelius Corbin, you are 16 years old. 16. Surely you can do your own laundry. Mom. Come with me, young man. Do you see this? Yeah. Well, what is it? It's a clothes washer and dryer, okay? Jeez. No, son, this is a Metrolux 1200. The washer has unique technology that helps it deliver a superior clean, including a smart boost option that premixes detergent, bleach, and a fabric softener for more even coverage. Our tests show the washer does better than any of its competitors at removing stains, and the dryer gets clothes ready to wear without damaging fragile fabrics. It even has the turbo steam, so your clothes come out wrinkle-free. Now, Marcus, I want you to put in not just one shirt, not just five shirts, but all of your dirty laundry you have so carefully put on the floor right next to the hamper and place it in the roomy 7.3 cubic feet electric extra-large capacity stainless steel tub. Okay. And, Marcus, you don't have to separate your whites from the colors. Do you know why, Marcus? Oh, I don't know, Mom, because we're liberals. <laughs> well, yes, Marcus, but that's not what I mean. I mean you don't have to worry about color bleed ruining your whites. The yellow rainbow trap sheets absorb and trap loose dyes in your wash water, protecting clothes against color bleeds and helping preserve original colors. Sheets lock up loose dyes found in the wash water to help prevent dyes from bleeding onto other clothes. These sheets change color as they absorb any loose dyes. They save time by reducing the need for sorting. It saves us money by reducing the need for half-sized loads. It is safe for all color-fast washables and works in all water temperatures. Okay, Marcus, get to it. Honey, can you get that? I'm upstairs. Okay. Yes? Hi, ma'am. Yes? I'm selling cookies for a school fundraiser. Yes? Would you like to buy some? Well, what are they? Um, we have chocolate mint, vanilla cream, and grams. Uh, they're four ninety nine a box. No, thank you, dear. Not today. Oh, okay. Who was that, hon? A little girl who is not trained in her field, trying to sell cookies. And you did not buy any? Certainly not. If you can't pitch it right, then don't expect me to buy it. Get the Weber Summit 6 burner going, hon. I'm starving. This is so great. Yeah, I know. I can't believe that we have so much in common. I know. I never met a woman like you. I never met a man like you. Happy one-month anniversary!
Oh. Hey, why, why are you crying? Oh, I always cry when I'm happy. Really? And I suppose you always laugh when you're sad, right? Oh, how did you know? I didn't. Wait, you're not serious, are you? I am. It is weird, but my emotions get all mixed up. Oh, how long has this been going on? As long as I can remember. That's why I don't like to go out much. Well, everybody has some skeleton hidden in their closet, right? Oh, I'm still glad we're together. <laughs> You're the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm sorry to interrupt you two. John! I hope we're not intruding on your date. No, no, not at all. Claire, I'd like you to meet two of the greatest people I know, John and Mary Sewell. <laughs> I, I'm so happy to meet you. Good friends of Joey's, really good friends of mine. Uh, are you all right, Claire? <laughs> I'm fine, I'm fine. I just get a little emotional. Uh, oh. So, how have you guys been? It's been ages. Well, we've been going through a hard time. Oh? You know my Uncle Larry? Yeah, great guy. He's a dentist, right? Yeah. Well, over a month ago, his wife found him in the basement dead. Massive heart attack. He was only 45. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Honey. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that is such a tragedy. <laughs> Did he have children? <laughs> Yes, two. A 15-year-old girl and a 12-year-old boy. Oh, that's awful! Then why the hell are you laughing? Look, it's not her fault. Really? Because I think she's being highly insensitive right now. It's so tragic. He was so young. You are sick. You know that. And you're dating this woman? Look, guys, you don't understand. I understand. You're sick by association. How can you be so desperate? Let's go, honey. Don't call us sometime. See ya. Wow. Are you done? <clears throat> I think so. Look, maybe we better stop seeing each other for a while. What? I, uh, I have to go. I'll pay up front. Here's a tip on the table for the server. But, uh, Joey, Joey... <laughs> We were so right for each other. Oh, please don't leave me. I wrote this for a young woman who needed an upbeat pop song. Yes, I take orders once in a while. It's a typical cute teen story. Girl fantasizes about a boy. Boy fantasizes about a girl. And they realize they don't have to fantasize because the crush is mutual. So here you go. I dream about you.
named Muggsy. Yeah, boss. Tell Vito to get in here. Now, boss? Yeah, now. Why? You got something better to do other than what I need you to do right now? Uh, no, boss. It's just that... Just uh... what? What? Come on, Muggsy. Out with it. Well, it's just as I was in the middle of playing a friendly words game. And that's more important than what I need you to do for me? Uh, of course not, boss, but I was just getting ready to win the game. Oh, sorry about that. Here, Muggsy, give it to me. I'm a smart guy, and I'll win it for you while you get Vito in here for me. Oh, thanks, boss. Here you go. Great. Now I'll just shut this damn thing off, and you get Vito in here like I asked. Now! Sure, boss. Hey, Vito, get in here. Muggsy, if I wanted it to be yelled out like that, I would have done it myself. Sure you would, boss. But that's what you got me for, right? <laughs> Lucky you, huh? Yeah, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Gee, thanks, boss. That's the nicest thing you ever said to me. I'm <laughs> around. Hey, Muggsy, I don't know if you know this or not, but you would have won our little friendly words game if you hadn't shut it down at the last minute. <laughs> Boy, that was a stupid move, eh? You were so close to winning, I, I don't get it. So what's up? Boss wants to see you. Uh, okay, okay. Hey, boss, do you hear that? Muggsy and me was playing his friendly words game, and he was about to win his first game ever. And he shuts it off right in the middle of giving me the win. <laughs> I mean, what idiot you would, would think to shut a game down when he's about to win and, and then not win? You think that's pretty stupid too, right, boss? <laughs> maybe, maybe the stupidest thing you ever heard of, right? <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, hey, boss, why you look at me like that? You tell him, Muggsy. Sure, boss. You're an idiot, Vito. What? What did I do? Nothing. You're an idiot. Just leave it at that. You got it? Sure. But I don't get it. Muggsy's right, Vito. Don't worry about it. Just let it go. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, boss. But I still don't get it. You don't have to get it. You're an idiot. You got that? Uh, of course I got it. Say it, then. I want to hear you say it. Uh, say what, boss? Say, I'm an idiot. Oh, no, boss. I, I could never say that. I said, say it. I don't want to say it, boss. I don't want to. I don't want you getting upset. Uh, besides, I, I think uh, once I say it, you're going to have me whacked. Uh, and that wouldn't be so good for me, right, boss? I mean, to, to tell you the truth, I don't want to get whacked at all. And especially not today, you know, because I, I, I got to stop at the store on my way home and and, uh, and uh, pick up a loaf of bread and, and some oregano for, the, for that spaghetti sauce my mom's going to make for dinner tonight. I'm going to have you whacked if you don't say it. Uh, okay, boss. But, but I'm only doing it because you told me to, and, and I always do everything you tell me to, right, boss? Because uh, there ain't nothing you ever asked me to do that I ain't done. Right, boss? And, and I don't think it's a good idea to start now, but but I don't want you getting upset with me if, if if I do like you asked. Say it, or I'm going to have Muggsy whack you right here and now, I swear to God. By the count of three, Vito. One, two, say it! Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> boss, you're an idiot. What? I said it just like you told me to, boss. Now you're both looking at me funny. What? Nice knowing you, Vito. No, wait, Muggsy. Don't whack him just yet. Sure, boss. But he called you an idiot. And I was just remembering what happened to Vinny. 
You remember Vinny, right? Yeah, poor Vinny. But he wasn't a real idiot, and I feel pretty bad if I whacked a real idiot. You know what I'm saying, Muggsy? A real idiot, boss? Hey, hey, boss. I'm confused. Oh, yeah. Right, boss. So, boss, what you call me in here for? You know, Vito, I can't remember. So what should I do now? Get out. Sure, boss. I I'm going, just like you told me to. Hey, Muggsy, we gonna play another friendly words game? Sure, Vito. As soon as I get my phone back. Uh, hey, boss. No! Now you two get the hell out of here! Sorry, Vito. Might be a while. We love our parents. We know we can't kill them. So that's why we write comedy. KB Cabaret presents The Dysfunctionals. I hate family reunions. Ma, you've known about this gathering for over three months. So, well, you sent back the RSVP for two. I wasn't thinking. Ruth, are you ready for God's sake? I'm a hundred years old down here. I'm coming, Stanley. Your father drives me crazy sometimes. Well, for once, Dad's right. You've been kvetching up here for two and a half hours. Fine, fine. Let's get this stupid family reunion over with. I didn't know you had such a large family, hon. God, there must be over a hundred people. Well, I guess in a year a lot can happen. Especially with your cousin Grace. She can't keep her legs closed. <laughs> Dad! Oh, he's right. Don't dad me, Alice. You know your cousin's loose. She has, what, ten kids? Your father's right. That woman gets pregnant just thinking about kids. She's a machine. I wonder if there's an open bar here. I'm with you on this one. Oh, no. Her ears must have been ringing. Here comes Cousin Grace. Ah, <laughs> oh, the Edelman and Frank family. Welcome, welcome. Hi, hey, Grace. <laughs> Isn't it a great day? Couldn't have asked for better weather. So, what kid are you on now, Grace? Oh, my Lord, did he just say that? Yep, yes, he did. <laughs> oh, Stanley, you're such a card. Haven't changed a bit. You remind me a little of my third husband, Arnold. That a fact. Is that what I think it is, Grace? If you are referring to my baby bump, then yes, Ruth, I am near eight months. And there are my babies running around the buffet table. No, no, Frankie, put the turkey leg back. It's not a toy, damn it. Stop hitting your sister with it. Kids, am I right? Uh, how many children do you have, Grace? Well, with this one, uh, it'll be seven. Lucky seven. Wow. You know, Howard, it never hit me until now. You are the spitting image of my first husband, Morty. <laughs> I didn't do it, Mom. Don't listen to whatever Sally tells you. He did, too. He, he looked at Mrs. Kincaid's skirt. Did not. Did, too. My, what sweet little children you have, Grace. Kids! Kids, come here! I want you to say hello to your auntie and Uncle Frank. Hello. hello. And your auntie and Uncle Edelman. Hello. How old are you? Why, you little... You're as old as the moon, kid. You know, kids, if you play your cards right, <laughs> after dinner your auntie and Uncle Edelman may be persuaded to tell you stories about the olden days. 
family history can be so interesting. Can we go now? Did you know that Auntie Ruth and Uncle Stanley came over from the old country and worked hard to make a life here? Can we go now? <coughs> Older people can tell great stories, Frankie. <coughs> I'm sure Auntie Ruth would love to share the stories of days of long ago. What the hell? You're treating me like an old relic in a museum or something. <laughs> well, you look pretty good for an old relic. Shut up, Stanley. Frankie, dear, is that your name? I can't keep up with all the kids your mom keeps hatching. After dinner, you should ask your mommy about all the baby daddies she has in her collection. And then ask her by the time she went to the back room with Pastor Larrabee. Ma! You have a lot of nerve, Ruth. Let's go, kids. <laughs> yeah, that was great, Ruth. <laughs> Stories from the olden days. She's got a lot of nerve treating me like a dinosaur from the past. Ah, that's why I love this old relic. She's got a lot of fight left in her. Let's go, Stanley. I had enough of this reunion. You two staying or coming? Coming. Too much family weirdness here. There's only so much limited dysfunction a human being can take. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, then, let's go. Oh, Stanley, if you call me Old Relic one more time, you won't remember your own name when I get through with you. saga ends again for now but join us next time for the dysfunctionals before we play my last song choice i just want to thank you for listening to our show we work long and hard every day to perform our original skits the recipes that are real by the way and of course to our wonderful musicians who we give a platform here on kb cabaret without you we would be voices in the wind this song is dedicated to you, dear audience. Until next week, this is Bree Harvey, and the song is called Finding Hope Again. Sometimes I feel so lost, I can't see you. My heart has gone so numb, I can't feel my life without your presence is so useless too My world's turned on its axis and I need you There are times that I am lost, I can't talk to you There are moments in my life that you guide me through Your inspiration helps me lose the pain it brings your kindness gives me power to spread my wings You're the one who guides my soul You're the one who makes me whole You're my love, you make my life worthwhile Oh, won't you take my hand and help me take a stand To live with hope once again there are times I know you're there for I feel your heart When I feel my face, I feel my blush and start My life without your presence makes my soul so sad Don't leave me now, for I will come back They say your love is boundless and I know that now 
That's all for today's show of KB Cabaret. I want to thank you, our wonderful audience, for tuning in. KB Cabaret could not exist without you. I would also like to thank our hardworking actors and writers, Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and Bill Murray. And I'd like to thank our hardworking sound engineer, Charles Berman, and his assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My musical engineer, Dave Rice, and a special shout-out to Christina Danella, my former music engineer, who is now working on Broadway. KB Cabaret is always looking for original musicians and writers. Inquire at kbcabaret.com. And sponsors, we have a special page just for you at kbcabaret.com. Just go on to the sponsors link and hook up. In Parlor City, there are no goodbyes, only farewells. Until next time, this is Bree Harvey. Have a Calabaloo type of day. Thank you for coming, coming to stay a while. Thank you for coming to spend some time. We'd love to have you and share our Parlor City. Back again now to KB Cabaret.